Pubcast. If you're not listening to Pubcast, the terrorists are winning. That's what Jay Moore says. Welcome to the Pubcast. Sit down and enjoy a pint. Welcome to a very special episode of the Pubcast. This is the first time we've combined two movies into one podcast, and I couldn't think of a better franchise for it to happen than Indiana Jones. Allison and Eric join me to break down The Temple of Doom from 1984 and 1989's The Last Crusade. Previously, we broke down Raiders of the Lost Ark, and with the newest and hopefully last Indiana Jones movie about to come out, we thought we should talk about the two sequels to Raiders. And no, we don't even recognize that fourth film. Temple of Doom is both too dark while also being too jokey, and while it's memorable, we're not big fans. But it does introduce us to Short Round, so it can't be all bad. The Last Crusade is a bit more fun and is a relatively close second behind Raiders. It brings us back to the biblical history vibe established in Raiders and takes us on a tour of Venice, which always looks great on film. So grab your fedora and your whip as we break down the Temple of Doom and the Last Crusade. The old legend of the Shankara stones. The villagers' sacred rock was taken. Village stories, Dr. Jones. Fortune and glory, kid. Fortune and glory. No, do you? They have them. Dad found out more than he was looking for. Junior! Don't call me that, please. I want you to find the grail. I've heard this bedtime story before. Eternal life, Dr. Jones. The gift of youth to whoever drinks from the grail. After you, Junior. This is intolerable! No ticket. Dad! Ah, Dad! Ah! I didn't know you could fly a plane. Why, yes! Land? No! You call this archaeology? <laughs> are you crazy? Don't go between them! Go between them! Are you crazy? Sharing your adventures is an interesting experience. <laughs> okay, 
We have Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, 1984, and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, 1989. I'm going to do both no-nonsense plots, and then we can kind of uh, go back and forth between both. 84 and 89. Uh, The Temple of Doom. In 1935, Indiana Jones is tasked Tasked by Indian villagers with reclaiming a rock stolen from them by a secret cult beneath the catacombs of an ancient palace. Okay. Spot in there. Whatever. Uh, Last Crusade in 1938. Very specific with the dates. I don't know why they do that in these things. Uh, in 1938, after his father goes missing while pursuing the Holy Grail. Indiana Jones finds himself up against the Nazis again to stop them from obtaining its powers. Not well written, but sure. What? That, well, the second one that you read uh, is a lot less dense yeah. than the first. The first one was like trying to get like every first one possible aspect of the film in that summer. Indian villagers reclaiming a rock stolen by a secret cult beneath the catacombs of an ancient palace. Yeah, there's a lot of mm-hmm. beats. Uh, let's start with Temple of Doom. Yes. Um, this, I remember trying to get our parents to take us to this movie or take me to this mm-hmm. movie and they wouldn't do it because it was it looked like it was too scary yeah um and it is the darkest of the indiana jones movies and spielberg and george lucas admit it like it was supposed to be dark like empire strikes back is darker than right the first star wars um but they both admit and eh, we went too far it was too much I mean, I did not see this in the theater. This was definitely a movie rental mm-hmm. and liked it, liked it, liked it. Then I became horrified and traumatized. And I don't think I watched it again for years. <laughs> that grabbing the at heart. the heart <laughs> thing and like everybody in that trance-like yeah. state yeah. creeped me out. I was not expecting that at all. And I, I really had a problem with it for a long time. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I, I, I don't think I walked, went back and watched it beginning to end until well into high school, I don't think. Spielberg and George Lucas were going through divorces or oh. something at the time. Oh. They say that they're ripping their heart out. Well, they, like, say, they said that <laughs> the darkness and like off-puttingness of this movie was because they were both like in a bad mood the whole yeah. time. Their hearts were ripped out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That being said, though, as I watch the movie today, yeah, yes, you're absolutely right that it's dark and much darker than the other movies. But, and I never really paid that much attention to it before, but watching it today. At the same time, they're playing. They're playing for a lot of laughs. Yeah, there is like, a lot of. I agree with you, and I noticed the same thing when I was watching. I'm like, there's a lot more comedy in this 
than I remembered. Uh, that is addressed in the research. Okay. Uh, yeah, how the, they they're, they know that they're going dark and they're trying to put comedy in it. Yeah, they shoehorned in. Thing. That was Spielberg, like realizing this is going off the rails, and we got to lighten this up. It's too intense, and so he was like putting in comedy bits here and there. Some fit. There's, there's, there's so much yeah. comedy though. Yeah. Yeah. Other yeah. than yeah. from the time that they walk in on that first sacrifice, mm-hmm. it's it's like like comedic bits, like one after another. Like almost nothing is really <clears throat> or serious. Yeah. And then it gets real intense until. Basically, what brings the movie back is when Willie slaps Indiana in the face when he pulls her out of the pit, and yes. then it they start it get it gets jokey again. Yeah, yeah. Which I wrote something down about that slap. That, what is it? <laughs> that it is a limp-wristed slap with the sound effect of a Harrison Ford punch. <laughs> yeah. And it's ridiculous. And I literally wrote it wrote it down that way because I don't I mean, I vaguely recall yeah. that when we were younger, like it sounded funny to yeah. be like this big thing. But watching it today, I'm like, she's like catching him with her fingertips almost. It's funny though. And it's super loud. I I'm sure it wasn't intended to be that way, but throughout these movies, I mean, we talked about this on the first with the first uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, podcast, uh, how, you know, the classic Indiana Jones punch sounds like a, a howitzer going off. Like It's, right. like a, it's just a cl- classic over-the-top sound effect in his punches where the other guys don't have that as much. Um, and then she's, obviously, she kind of has the same thing there, yeah. even though her, her slap is ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Temple of Doom... Um, we've done box office performance for 84 before, and I think for 89, well, maybe not 89 before. So I'll run through these quickly, but, uh, box office performance, number one, Beverly Hills Cop, 234 million. Two was Ghostbusters. Three was Temple of Doom, 179 million. Uh, four Gremlins. Five, The Karate Kid. Six, Police Academy. Seven, Footloose. Eight, Romancing the Stone, which we got to do that yeah. at some point. Yeah. I mean, that was the start of all this. Uh, nine, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. And number 10 with 69 million was Splash. That is a big year. It's a big year. That's a big year. A lot of big. A- 84, we've talked about it before. 84 was a huge. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's a lot. That is a lot of like iconic movies, and I think part of that is the age. It's you know because it's it's thirty two years ago, thirty twenty nine years ago. Are you mathing right now? Uh, do you see the blood leaking out of my ear right now? I just hurt myself. Um, but if you look like that's just the top ten. Eleven through twenty is also a who's who. Like it, there's a lot of great movies. So it made 179 million for a budget of 28 million. That's pretty good. In By the way, it's 39 years. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> uh, 
So Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom made 179 million. Uh, <clears throat> Raiders made just three years earlier made 212 million oh. with a budget of 20. So it's in line with that. Let, now let's go to Last Crusade. Last right. Crusade 89. Uh, the top 10 were Batman at 251. Last Crusade was second with 197. Okay. Then Lethal Weapon 2, Look Who's Talking, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. See, this oh, move, wow. this year is not as good yeah. as 84. Yeah. Uh, Back to the Future 2, oh, that was... Ghostbusters 2, yeah, also Driving Miss Daisy, Parenthood, and Dead Poet Society at number 10 with wow. 95 million. Wow. Okay. The Last Crusade. That, that has some hills and valleys in there. Yeah, that it's list. all over the place. Last Crusade made 197 million. The budget was up to 48 million, though. Mm. So not, I mean, super profitable, but not quite as much as the first two. Okay, now here we get into the interesting part. Rotten Tomato score. Okay. For Temple of Doom. Let's go with the oh. audience first. Oh. Mm. Okay. This one makes me. Mm. I mean, it did well enough. So I'm going to guess 89. Like, I think it was what, third in box office? Yeah. I'm going to go with 89. Eric? I'm going to say 80. The audience gave it 82. Oh, all right. That's fine. Yeah. Um, critics. Mm. Would they have liked this or would they have been... Do you want the score for Raiders for comparison? Three, oh. year, three years earlier. Okay. Do you, do you want it or do you not want it? Um, no. Okay. So the critics for... Temple of Doom. What do you got? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a lower score. I'm gonna say 74. Eric? I'm gonna say 65. Ooh. Critics gave it 76. Oh, really? Ah, I didn't so think. Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom was 82 audience, 76 critics. Raiders of the Lost Ark was 96 audience, 93 critics. Whoa. When reading the um, trivia for Temple of Doom, maybe getting a little ahead of your butt. No, it's fine. Kate Capshaw was on uh, Johnny Carson, and they interviewed her about the movie. And then the second guest that night after her was Siskel and Ebert, and they were talking about other movies that came out that, that year, and they talked about Temple of Doom right in front of her. Right. And ripped on the movie and ripped on her performance while she was sitting right next to him. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. That's insanity. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who booked that? That's crazy. So, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was, uh, that's why I went a little bit lower because. Yeah. Critics, from the sound of it. Yeah. At least. At least those do. At least those two who that's who usually people think of, especially at that in that era, mm -hmm. were not afraid to rip on that movie in front of everybody. 
including the people in it. I mean, clearly, but, and I am sure that must have been, I mean, awful for her. I can only imagine what that experience was like. Yeah. She, it's, it's said in there that she, she kind of snapped back and I'm like, don't talk about me. Like I'm not sitting right next to you because I'm right here. Oh, good. Good for her. And separately, she has said, and no one, even Spielberg, his wife, would disagree with this, that that character is not a character. It's just, I think she even described it as a screaming blonde woman. Like, that's all she does in the whole movie. Yeah. Which. How do you critique her for that? Trivia on that. She screamed 71 times in that movie. (laughs) I love a scream count. That is insane. Insane. Uh, so let's do Rotten Tomatoes for The Last Crusade. Okay. Um, we heard the previous two movies. Al, give us your audience score for uh, Last Crusade. I'm going to say they like this more because I liked it more. I'm going to say 91. Mm-hmm. Eric? I'm sorry, we're doing audience? Audience for Last Crusade, yeah. Um. 88. Mm-hmm. And the audience gave it 94. Ooh. All so right. up back up into the Raiders yeah. area. Yeah. So critics, Al. Um, I am gonna stick with 91. Mm. Consistent. Eric. Uh 85. Critics gave it 84. Oh. Hmm. So it's not quite both of those are not quite uh what Raiders was, but it's was better than uh Temple of Doom. Yeah. Which is yeah, that's yeah, of course. Consensus. So yeah, that fall attracts. That's the consensus I think about all fans or people who've seen these movies is that the second one is not is probably the worst one. No the, the least liked one. Not yet. We're not <laughs> talking about the yeah. Crystal Skull doesn't count. <laughs> We're just talking about the original trilogy. All right. I mean, how this is insanity. (laughs) Okay. Um, I have a list of the nine ancient relics in the Indiana Jones movies. Okay. Um, And this includes the new one that's coming out. Okay. Uh, Just for sort of, you know, shits and giggles. It's not really a, a... uh, players or a game, but the nine relics are, and I'm gonna the pr- pronunciation is gonna be terrible on this. Chachapoyan fertility idol in Raiders, the 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 gold idol head. Oh yeah, that he gets mm-hmm. at, the, at the beginning, the headpiece of the staff of Ra. Yeah, it's in Raiders as well, and the Ark of the Covenant Raiders. So the headpiece. Is a real thing? No. Oh. These are not real. Oh, I'm like, real. wait no, no, a second. No, 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 what? No. Okay. <laughs> These are the quote unquote ancient relics found okay. in the movies. I was like, wait no. a second. I thought all of this was made up. No, no. Yeah, this is everything is made up. They're inspired by mythology. Mythology or, or okay. some real things, but nothing is okay. nothing is actually real. Yeah. Uh the Sankara stones in uh, the Temple of Doom. Right. That's the only thing that's in that movie. 
the cross of Coronado is mm-hmm. in the uh, crusade, and the Holy Grail is in the last crusade as well. So three in Raiders, one in uh, Temple of Doom, and two in the last crusade. The uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull mm-hmm. has the Crystal Skull of Akator, which is not a real thing. But it's inspired by yeah. <laughs> there are yeah. myths about right. crystal skulls. And so the movie, the new movie has two. Okay. The Dial of Destiny. The movie's called Dial of Destiny. Right. Uh, and the Lance of Longinus. Okay. Now, I'm sure I mispronounced that, but that's as close as I got it. Right. The Lance of Lo- Dial of Destiny. I read about it and it's it doesn't matter. Who cares? It's a thing. The Lance of Longinus is a real thing, or at least inspired by a real myth or a real thing. It is the um, spear used by one of the Roman guards that st- pierced the side of Jesus on the cross. Okay. Okay. So that, that one is great because it sort of aligns with... Uh, the previous few movies mm-hmm. um, in the sort of mythology and uh, uh, theology yep. stuff. Yep. Dial of Destiny, <laughs> whatever, man. <laughs> Fine. So, is it going to connect back to like Egyptian time or like some sort of uh, uh, ancient people? I don't know. I I read what the Dial of Destiny is, but it was so uninteresting. I can't remember <laughs> what it was. <laughs> great Eric might know but uh, great. I don't I have not read into that movie yet at all so for anyone listening we are doing this before the movie comes out so yes. we're just we're not even talking about that movie but we thought it was uh, it made sense to reference it a little bit Um. so I was thinking what other ancient artifacts should Indy go after if he were to have more adventures and this is open for oh discussion i wrote down i did the research and I, I wrote down some of the some potentially likely candidates given okay what indiana jones is okay and i crossed off some <clears throat> crossed off some like um the city of atlantis because mm-hmm. that's been touched on we, ha- we have Aqu- aquaman already so we don't need to have uh right atlantis that's not okay even. And Namor or whatever. Marvel and DC, they, they've done that already. Okay. There is one. I wrote it down because it is a real myth, but it has obviously been in a very high profile movie already. And that's the Philosopher's Stone. Okay. That I believe that one can turn metal into gold. I think that's what that does, if I remember. So I'm, we're not doing that one. Okay. So here's the ones that I'm thinking would be right. fun or I think I've got possible. one. I think I've got one idea. S- say one. The Fountain of Youth. I've got that written down. It's not uh, a relic, but it's a... Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Uh, El Dorado. El Dorado. The Lost City of El Dorado. Yeah, the Lost City of oh. Gold. El Dorado, that's a good one. Um, the only thing I thought about with the Fountain of Youth, it, 
was it kind of touched on with the grail with the grail a little bit not exactly but yeah there's also the garden of eden right that could also connect to the grail a little bit right we saw how about noah's ark Right. That's something. Yeah. That's not bad. Uh, Excalibur. Obviously, that's been done any number of times in Mm -hmm. ways in movies, but that's something. The Golden Fleece, which is a Greek mythology. Oh, yeah. It was done. It's been done in movies. And was that Jason and the Argonauts or something? Didn't he? Wasn't that Golden Fleece? Was it? Was that in Percy Jackson? It might, have, it might have been a Percy Jackson, too. So that's been touched on. Yeah. The one that I saw that it was, it's obscure enough, but if you think about it, you know of it, it's out there, would be, and I don't know if there's any values of this thing. It's, it's purely myth. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a real thing. Uh, the Knife of Cain. Oh. The murder weapon yeah. of yeah. the first murder. Yeah. Cain and Abel in the, in mm. the Bible. <sighs> I mean, that's... Yeah. Not as sexy as Excalibur right. or Noah's Ark, but that's something. Okay. Anything else? I don't know. I feel like I would need like five minutes to think about I know. this, and I'm not yeah. sure no, for the silence. Yeah, yeah. No, but like all those connect with the first, with uh, Raiders and the Last Crusade. Temple yeah. of Doom is a different animal, but. I mean, we don't. Do you want to go back into aliens? I don't think we want to do crystal skull no. aliens anymore. No, <laughs> we don't. We don't need to do that. We want to bring in Shia LaBeouf. No, we don't. No need to revisit the space in between spaces. <laughs> <laughs> They're interdimensional beings, not aliens. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, so that's that. People getting carted away on ants. That was, I mean, there's a reason we're not talking about that movie. Mm-hmm. All right. So I just have a bunch of random tri- trivia, I guess, for both, for both episodes, for both, I guess, movies for uh-huh. this episode. Okay. Um, you guys are welcome to chime in at any point. Mm-hmm. There's tons of trivia for like um, alternate scripts and previous drafts, and it would, story was going to be this but it became that and i mean there's dozens of those i'm not going to go into many or maybe i'll touch on a couple of those but not much, many of those there's so many mm-hmm. and every movie has a dozen drafts of stuff so who cares right. uh so <clears throat> saying that an early draft <laughs> of indiana jones and the raiders of the lost ark had Indiana Jones traveling to Shanghai to recover a piece of the staff of Ra. Got it. Mm-hmm. During his escape from the museum where it was housed, he sheltered from a he sheltered from machine gun fire behind a giant rolling gong. In the same script, he also uh, he and Marion were fleeing the destruction, uh, fleeing destruction of something uh, in a minecart. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And both of these scenes were cut from that and resurfaced in Temple of Doom. Right. So, like, they just, they had a different part of the other movie, the other script, and they didn't work. It was too long. They just shelved them for the next movie. Got it. It happens all the time, but it's kind of interesting. We've all seen the Easter egg of Club Obi-Wan in this movie. Right. I mean, I think these 
are well known, but have to be mentioned. Right. Uh, Temple of Doom. The three main characters are all named after dogs. Short Round was named after screenwriter Willard Hook's dog. How did that name come about short for round. a dog? I don't know. I might assume he's <laughs> short and round. Uh, okay. Willie was named after Steven Spielberg's dog. And Indiana was named after George Lucas's dog. Right. The dog? <laughs> the actor Amrish Puri shaved his head for the role of Mularam in mm. Temple of Doom. This created such an impression. Everybody liked it so much, and he was so recognizable with the shaved head that he kept it, and then there then became one of India's most popular villain villains. And oh, villains. really? Wow! Yeah, like he didn't. He was sort of an also ran when he had hair, but he shaved his head, and he became this big movie star. Uh, the sounds of the mine car running along the tracks in the chase scene. Recorded on roller coasters at Disneyland. Oh, they turned off all the sound effects and all the music, and they just ran the roller coasters, and that was the Minecraft nice. sound. Uh, this was originally called Indiana Jones and the Temple of Death. Ew. It was so dark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to save money, some of the interiors of Pankot Palace were redressed. Uh, to be the sets used for Kamal Khan's palace in the James Bond movie, Octopussy, oh. which films right nearby. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, this movie is, uh, was and is banned in India. <laughs> yeah. I did, I don't have it in front of me, but I did uh, hear or read somewhere about you know that scene where they're at the banquet table eating all the yeah, ridiculous food? Yeah. And how that was like, I mean, that's one of the reasons why it's banned in India. But uh, all of the, I don't even know if you call them stereotypes, but like weird things, like crazy, exotic insanity put on these other cultures in this yeah. movie. It's crazy. It's terrible. It's terrible. It was just for shock value, but I guess in 80... 80- Nine eighty, yeah, eighty four. Uh, Spielberg and Lucas like didn't didn't realize it or didn't think about it or whatever. But yeah. eating the monkey brains and the the steamed snake that snake. has like babies coming crawling out, <laughs> which I don't even know how that works. Like, um, for kids our age that saw yeah. this movie, we thought. That's yeah. what people yeah. eat over there. And the bugs. Yeah. Yeah, giant bugs. And okay, let's talk about that goat eye soup situation. <laughs> Nobody's making that like that. I don't care. No. I stop it. Just no. stop it. I wrote that down as like that whole yeah. scene was ridiculous. Yeah. And the little apparently squeals that those baby snakes would make as the guy was holding it, like Make those sounds. <laughs> See what the bugs in the little—they're not squealing. Like, oh, oh, I that mean, does not happen. Artistic license, but yeah. Oh my god. Um, 
The fact that the bats, as everybody knows, are not vampire bats. They were fruit bats. They're big and giant. But Indiana Jones coming in so bold and saying they're vampire bats when it's so easily like proven that it's wrong, like that just makes him sound dumb. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, it's just n- no one. The viewing public doesn't know that. Well, I didn't know that then. Maybe that then, yeah. but still, like it, like looking back on it now, yeah. it's like you're just a know-it-all. Stick with your archaeology. You are not a biologist. <laughs> That's right. You're a, you're you read books. You are not a scientist. You're not a biologist. You study relics. Yeah, these are living things. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um. But I, also on that scene, I thought it was weird that that was like the one time that Willie didn't flip out right <laughs> like if you, if you you tell you tell her that it's giant vampire bats she's like bats yeah she's like yeah fine great <laughs> do you want to sc- yeah any, any anything else that she would have absolutely lost her shit yeah and then she's oh bats yeah yeah and then the only like the only other kind of trivia like thing that i was thought was kind of interesting this is the only movie of i think i read it as the four where there is no mention of marcus brody oh yeah yeah which is interesting which i'm like oh that's actually kind of a cool piece of trivia yeah and this takes place the year before right it's a prequel right which is, again is ridiculous which, yeah i mean and he did that because he didn't want to have any mention of not Nazis or whatever in this movie. Right. Fine. Um, yeah, I. If I, I could not wrap my head around that the first when I was I a kid watching a movie. Wait a minute, how does this? I know. Yeah. It. Uh, I could be wrong on the details here, but um, Marcus Brody. So they, because of his absence and how dark it was they brought him back for the next movie purposefully like him right. and Solo were back in the next right. movie because like, right. we need more like comic relief or like somebody to lighten the load a little bit yeah. it's crazy yeah. yeah um i think like shortly after the last crusade i think he died like like not that long ago like he yeah. had cancer of some sort or something mm. i forget no, i what I, what i had read um just before they started filming he had been diagnosed with aids that's what it was. Yep. Mm. Yep. So he and they said that he was ill multiple times throughout filming. Yeah. Yep. Any uh trivia from you, Eric, on uh Temple Doom that you want to mention? Um I think it's fairly common knowledge now, but the uh at the beginning of the movie when the the British guy escorting Indy, Willie, and Short Round onto the plane, mm-hmm. telling him how yeah. it'll be inconvenient with the live poultry. Uh, that was Dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> There's he had of... been in 19... Started in 1941. Yeah. There's lots of good little cameos. Like, mm-hmm. I think Spielberg and... George Lucas are cameoed in that, I think that same scene, like in the background. Yeah. You can't, you can't tell it's them. I mean, it could be anybody. Yeah. Um, did, 
Are there other movies of theirs where they do the same thing? Because that feels unusual. Where they're in the in the background. They're in their own movies. Lucas was in one of the uh, Star Wars prequels. Star Wars prequels. Oh, I can make up and yeah, would never know. Yeah, Um, I don't know that Spielberg does that necessarily. Yeah, he's been in other other people's movies, but not right. Right. Yeah. Okay, Last Crusade. Uh, so this one is interesting. I think, you know, most people like this. Um, uh, I'll say as much or close to as much as Raiders. Uh, yeah. You know, people like that movie a lot. Uh, Spielberg is on record as saying he made The Last Crusade for two reasons. One, to fulfill a three-movie obligation he had with George Lucas. So he's just like, I had to do it. It was just right. a contractual thing. And two, to atone for the criticism he received for the Temple of Doom. Ooh, interesting. Uh, but he says uh, separately uh, that Last Crusade is one of his favorite or is his favorite of the Indiana Jones yeah. movies. Yeah, I had noted that too. When Lucas and Spielberg met to discuss the third Indiana Jones movie, he wanted to have it so. George Lucas wanted to have it set in a haunted mansion. Spielberg had just finished pol- Poltergeist. Oh. Uh, and decided you want to do something different. Lucas came up with the idea of the Holy Grail, but Spielberg uh, uh, and Spielberg added the uh, father-son story. Got it. Okay. So George Lucas said the Holy Grail. He said father-son. Yeah. Uh, but he said, yeah, we're not doing a, a haunted mansion thing because uh, Poltergeist was too crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's a scary movie. Or at least it was. Yes. I just rewatched <laughs> that movie like a couple weeks ago. It's It holds up still kind of, if you set aside some of the special effects, like it's still like a good. The tree attack. I yeah. can't, I still, I can't handle it. The clown. The clown. You like that clown? The nightmare. My sister had that clown. Oh, on purpose? She, did she get it because of that movie, or did she it, have it and then you wanted was to burn a, the house down? Even better, it was a Christmas gift, and it was a ventriloquist dummy. What? So you oh, put your hand in the back, and you, you pulled the, a string, and the mouth moved. Did you lock? Did you lock it in the closet, and then every day it would be like back out? Oh, when we saw the movie, you were like, "Oh, that has to go away." <laughs> yeah, it was like it. So you had that before the movie came out, and then uh, went to bed that night with that. Yeah, I can't say the order of operations there, but close. Could sure. you imagine if doing that, and then if your parents just to mess with you guys would like move it around, like it would be in a different place in the next the next morning? Oh, I would be in a mental institution. What are you talking about? Oh my god! So she got the clown. I got the Charlie McCarthy doll with the top hat and the monocle, like. <laughs> no, like it was 1942. <laughs> I know. <laughs> totally. Did you guys put on like performances? No. <laughs> yeah. You didn't sing the Lonely Goat Herd and. Oh my God. They must have seen like ventriloquism on like the Johnny Carson show right. it, was a, it was big in the 70s for a minute and then let's buy well, the kids what's the madam 
yeah, yeah. Something like that. Who's the guy that that does the Madam Puppet? Oh God, I can't think of it. All right. Be on like Hollywood Squares or something. Back to the program. <laughs> Last Crusade. Uh, the beginning part, the beginning chase with uh, River Phoenix and yeah. that whole thing. I didn't realize that the character with the brown leather jacket, like the the guy that clearly Indy models wow, his so career cool. after, is this guy. His name in the credits is Fedora. Wait. His name is Fedora. <laughs> First or last? I believe it's just Fedora. Like Cher? Yeah. Yeah, it, that's the way he's listed the cast, but it was, yep. and me, I don't know, I don't know, was at the end of you, what you're saying, Brendan? I was going to continue, but you're happy to finish it. Um, it was originally intended that that was going to be Abner Ravenwood. Yeah. Ooh, Marion Ra Ravenwood's father, right? And yeah, it makes much more sense. I guess they couldn't absolutely. Although I guess they probably couldn't it, squeeze it in there, but unless they they didn't want Abner Ravenwood to be like he's pillaging and like stealing it for a private collector as opposed to the museum. Yeah, but that could have been some conflict between the mentor mentee. I mean, that could have all that could have been good. And also, I, there was always the intention that Indy was going to have a different love interest every t single movie and yeah. to go back and reference, sort of, at least in a way, refer back to Marion again. Right. Maybe they didn't want to go down that road either. Yeah. I mean, there's, it would be a different movie and maybe you have to veer, it's too much of a tangent and then yeah. whatever, but. Uh, Sean Connery playing Henry Jones Sr. And is the father of Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford. Uh, Sean Connery was only 12 years older than Harrison Ford. Whoa! They grayed up his beard and they yeah. kept having to gray it up to make sure that he looked older. 12 years difference. Wow. Allison Duty, yes, who played Elsa, was only 21 at the time oh, of filming. God. I and know, Harrison Ford was 46. Fun. Oh, fun. Well, and in the movie, supposedly, you know, um, the dad slept with her, too. Right. So. Right. Even better. Great. Wow. Uh, and she plays, looks and plays like she is um, German or Austrian or whatever. Uh, she's from Dublin. She's Irish. Uh, the film recycles two rejected ideas from Radios of the Lost Ark. Uh, George Lucas originally wanted Indy to travel with his old archaeology professor. I guess okay. that'd be Ravenswood, probably. Um, uh, who had himself been obsessed with the Ark. Spielberg wanted also wanted Indy to have a female love interest who was also a German spy. Mm. So those were from Raiders that was passed over to Last Crusade. So Raiders was this script that keep on kept it was on a giving. 500 page script. Right. It was a, a six hour movie. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Harrison Ford and Sean Connery passed up three subsequent opportunities to work together. Oh. 
Connery accepted the role in The Hunt for Red October, and Ford turned down the role to come back as Jack Ryan. Oh. oh no, 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 that was the first time. He did, he turned down Jack Ryan originally. Got yeah, it. Okay. That went to Alec Baldwin. And then Ford took it over later for right. Patriot Games. Ford and, Ford and Connery declined roles of Alan Grant and John Hammond in Jurassic Park. Oh. Crazy. Wow. I knew that Harris, I, I read that too. I had known that Harrison Ford had turned down Grant, but I didn't know that John Connery yeah. was offered. Um... If this is true, that's a much different yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. And then Connery declined to come back from retirement to reprise the role of Henry Jones Sr. in The Crystal Skull. He made the right call. He made the right call. <laughs> uh, both Sean Connery and River Phoenix died on October 31st. Whoa. 30 years apart or whatever, yeah. but yeah. Uh, they both died in Halloween. Wow. Hmm. Sean Connery was not at the paper room, was he? Uh... Those records are sealed. <laughs> I have to say, well, I'll I'll do the Great, couple of trivia things. So, um, two thousand rats were bred for this movie for the production of this movie. Like, could they have found the two thousand like trapped right. two thousand rats? But I guess. But then they've got to be tested for disease. Yeah, that was the whole point. Was, was like this. We've I know. Got enough of them. Like, just, <laughs> we had to make more just for the yeah. movie. But what did they do with them after? Like fed them to snakes. Snakes. Yeah. Um, Went to the pet shop, pet shop, like everybody else's pet rats. Um, the quote "fly yes, land no" mm-hmm. um, was in reference to his experience in the Temple of Doom when he was flying the plane, but they had crashed. to jump out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought that was cute. And then um, the last uh, Ford did the stunt himself, where he was hanging from the tank from his bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going across yeah. or whatever, and um, yeah. So that was it. And you saw the Fablemans, right, Al? Yes. So a lot of these shots and a lot of these sequences are like definitely borrowed oh, yeah. or inspired by. John Ford films and those type of movies. And you can see, I mean, the jumping on the horse by R- River mm-hmm. Phoenix, uh, you know, that whole scene, um, obviously like the, uh, fight on and next to the tank, uh, which is similar to on and next to the, uh, Marine, the, uh, military carrier in Raiders with the Nazis mm-hmm. and uh, the, the, the big truck, which is, you know, like those old westerns where they were going on and next to the stagecoaches, like right. all right. a lot of his stuff throughout these movies in particular are borrowed and inspired by these John Ford, these big epic, uh, you know, nineteen forties serials and stuff. And yeah, it's it's so obvious, but you can it's still so Spielberg. Like yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, I think I didn't write it down, but I, we probably collectively could come up with it. But I think yeah. they said that this has the most diverse set of chase scenes that involve different kinds of vehicles. Oh. So it was like, you know, car, train, boat, plane, um, motorcycle, motorcycle, Zeppelin, Zeppelin. Yeah. Like all of these different things. Tank. 
Yep, the tank. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. There was trucks involved. There were the (laughs) trucks, you know, all of it. So I thought that was kind of an interesting little nugget when you think about it. Uh, As much as I like this movie, uh, and I overlook it, we all overlook it, some of the effects are horrendously uh, 80s. They are what they could be then, but like seeing them today in HD, you're like, ooh, that one. So I think they were probably some of the earliest of like trying to do the modern green screen on some of it. You know, like they're in the, I think like what you're thinking of is they're in the car Mm -hmm. and they're kind of looking back at Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, Yeah. But we didn't, like just in general for this movie, like... John Connery is so charming in this it's great. role. It's like great. it's just, it, I I love their interaction. That he's this um, academic, very kind of. Yeah. Um, he gets very stern with Indy on certain things, but others he's so like absent-minded and kind of like he's believable as like a college professor father. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. Good. He must have enjoyed his time here. It was reported somewhere that he liked working with Spielberg a lot on this movie. And they did one or two, I think, together after this. I forget what it was exactly. Um, But they'd worked together in some capacity after this because they had fun on this movie together. Yeah. 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 I I know I read a couple of times how Spielberg wanted uh sean connery to play the angel in always that came out like immediately after yeah 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 but the it didn't work out that might be what I'm thinking. Okay. yeah 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 this uh last crusade yeah it's really good I don't know that I can put it ahead of Raiders. But... No, no, you oh. can't. But I, I think what's cool also are the different places where they yeah. go, of course. You know? we, we, pretty much every place they went in Venice, I think we right. were right there or very close to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially the uh, the library museum thing. Right. Um, yeah, that was cool. Ah, Venice. Right. <laughs> Um, but like when they go to the, what is, I can't remember what it's called, but you know, the place that's carved into the mountainside and Petra. Petra. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like all of these, like it's very cool yeah. locales, yeah. if you will. So this, this movie is the debut of Kei Kwan. Yeah. Short round. Yeah. Uh, I always, I can never remember if this came first or Goonies came first, but he's obviously older than Goonies. Yeah. Um, So I was thinking if they were to continue the Indiana Jones franchise, they're not going to have Indiana Jones anymore. I don't, I think Harrison Ford and I think uh, uh, Spielberg said like, there are no, there's no more Indiana Jones after Harrison Ford. I'm not going to like recast it with somebody. Right. Um, I want to see the movie of let, let's let's go back and find Short Round. Let's, let's do the now? adventures of Short Round. Yeah, what's he doing now? And let's follow. Let's have him be the main character under the umbrella of the Indiana Jones yeah. franchise. Yeah, I want to. I'm a, 
I'm afraid that they're going to, especially after him winning an Oscar, that they're going to try and shoehorn him into Dial of Destiny somewhere. I know. It's possible. I mean, it did, I mean, I guess the trailers, as much as we say the trailers give away everything these days, they don't give away everything. So maybe there is like a little cameo or mention in there, but I don't think so. I'm I'm hopeful they don't. They're not going to do like a, you know, um, a short, like a more up-to-date version with short round and like uh, Indy Jones, Super Junior, the Shia Le- Shia LaBeouf. He's gone. Uh, they hated him, so he's gone. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, they had the the son of him of Indiana Jones yeah. together with Short yeah. Round, who was a kid, kind of thing. Like, there's a way that you could sort of do that. Uh, who's the who's the woman in the, the new movie, Dial of Destiny? Um... The writer, yes, BB Waller, BB Waller, Waller Bridge. Yeah, yeah, I could see her in short round, yeah, going on some adventure. That'd be great. I'm, yeah. I'm in for that, yeah, fine. But the character of his son exists, yeah, like there, you just, could just recast Shia LaBeouf, yeah, as somebody better, that's some sort of better else. person and actor and everything, <laughs> yeah. Uh, any thing about Eric did you have any last, last crusade Eric um I got there's the, I think it's also sort of common knowledge and this branches over to all three movies the actor that was the giant mechanic that Andy Andy fought oh, yeah. by the plane and Raiders of Lost Ark was also the head guard in Temple of Doom uh-huh. and he was he he had a scene in Last Crusade that got cut. He is still in the movie only just for a few seconds, though. But when um, the Colonel in Last Crusade, when he's running up to the Zeppelin to try and stop it, yeah, there is a Gestapo guy next to him running along with him, and that's that same actor. Oh, my God. And there was a scene shot where Indy punches him out again, Yeah, but it didn't make the final cut. So Indy would have beating up that same actor playing three different roles in all yeah. three movies. <laughs> I love being the guy that Harrison Ford punches out in three separate movies or five separate John movies. Even. Human being yeah, he's huge. Harrison Ford just to make yeah. the Harrison Ford punch be that much yeah. stronger and bigger. That's punch out that huge awesome. guy. Like, I don't know what I'm doing this year, but I'm going to get the call yeah. from George Lucas yeah. and or Spielberg <laughs> or somebody. I know I'm at least doing this. Yeah. These movies, so that's all I have for trivia. Uh, I don't have any additional information, but I just wanted to talk about these movies because we're not going to do individual podcasts on these, but yeah, they're really good. And uh, with Dial of Destiny coming out, this is probably, not probably, this is the last Indiana Jones movie. Um, we're not going to talk about the Crystal Skull. So maybe we'll at some point do a recap of Dial of Destiny, but yeah. we'll see. I mean, I had still some things that to yeah, just yeah. kind of talk about oh. on um, them. So one, it has bothered me for 35 okay. years, 40 years. Um, 
in the opening number for the Temple of Doom, yeah, right, the big musical number, yeah. At some point, they're on a giant stage. So and like all of this stuff is happening, and then she comes running back. It who's watching that? No, it. I saw something on this recently. Uh, it's obviously not explained in the movie at all. It's just it's glossed over. But it's more, it's... Is it supposed to be like a dream sequence? It's like she's imagining like a fantasy sequence, thing. yeah. Okay. But is it from her perspective? Like, it's got to be. Where and why does it happen? To yeah, it. it doesn't make... It's, Nobody's paying attention to it. So I will allow it if that was the intent. It's not communicated, though. I think no. it, I think that's somebody just making an excuse to put that in there. Yeah. So there's that. The <laughs> I wrote it down. It's so stupid. Um, well, Temple of the, Doom. No, the oh. whole it's all of this is in Temple of Doom. Yeah. So one, the whole Keystone Cops thing with the antidote and the diamond and the balloons and like it is. It's ridiculous. So insane. I like it though. It, I mean, of course, that's when that's the beginning part of this movie. Like, I've seen it at 11 years old. Like, oh my gosh, it's great. And then short round, and he's funny, and all of this stuff. And then all of a sudden, right, hearts are getting ripped out, and like people are in like this death trance. The first, like, drinking blood. First 15 minutes do not match the rest of the movie. It's more than 15 minutes. I checked. It was like 45 <laughs> minutes before, like, the hearts get ripped out. Like, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, there's even a when they're, like, trapped and there's the spikes coming down, the way they're playing yeah. it for comedy, like, the back and forth right. between right. and right. to open the door. Everything's right. good until they get into the Temple of Doom, right. basically. I mean, the thing like with the short round driving and then he bumps up against the rickshaw and the guy like goes up in the air. It's great. Like, all of it is. It's like a Muppet movie. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. The palace dinner. Yeah. Short round getting chased by the dancers. Like all of it. And that then, is interesting. It is, it's two different movies. Yes. And then all of a sudden it's like a bright line. Mm-hmm. All, a, a, a big black line is like um there and it like switches so fast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you finally come back um out and it starts to liven up a little bit until the guy gets creamed by the conveyor belt thing like i think there's <laughs> yeah. like liquefaction that happens in all of the James Bond, or James Bond Indiana Jones movies so there's the the plane and the, yeah. the he gets cut up that Sam. way and then the melting of the face with the okay okay and then there's the conveyor belt thing where the guy gets liquefied going under interesting okay crusade it happens um again with the um isn't there something with the did i write it down um there is liquefaction that happens but i'm trying forgetting the scene yeah isn't it toward the end i know there's like the shrinking where he gets Whatever, but I thought there was some other dust. No, I thought there was some uh, something else. The guy gets beheaded. No. Anyway, if you guys can't think of it, then maybe my theory is whatever. But there just feels to be like a lot of the first two definitely liquefied. I thought there was something in the third one. Third one, maybe. Uh, What about the crystal skull? I haven't watched that. <laughs> the, the ants. And I'm watching it. Yeah. I'm not watching it. Um, 
the Eric, you, I know when we were younger. So like I would have to take like a 12 minute break from the movie and then I could come back and watch it again. But when uh, Molaram mm-hmm. um, falls down the cliff yeah. at the end and he's like bouncing off the side. And his and head like skids. And yeah. he does the splits and like all of this stuff. That's what like, I mean. Everybody's like, you know, like it was such insane, ridiculous falling, like it, unnecessary bumps. In, that's like, the effects that I'm talking about. Well, like it didn't. Yeah. It was weird alligators yeah 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 so um it was definitely for me it was like a three-part movie with a death sandwich in the middle yeah funny on either like fun or funny on either side yeah 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 you like they come out and then it's like the uh the scene with the two swordsmen is the callback to the first movie where he shoots them but they have his gun this time It uh, yeah, it's two. It's, it's definitely two separate movies. I don't know. Okay. Um, the Last Crusade. When he then when they go to the castle, and he puts on that uh, Scottish accent because he wants to see the, the tapestries. Harrison Ford's accent on tapestries is insanity. So then I am Mickey Mouse. That. Would have been the haunted mansion <laughs> that uh, Lucas wanted, or whatever. Yep. Um, when they drive up to the mansion, I've gone and caught a sniffle. When you see him from the the outside shot, when they drive up to the mansion, it's like just yeah. an establishing shot or whatever. Uh, you can see like an outline of where they cut out the uh, the hedges because <clears throat> everything above it is fake, and they superimposed the castle and you can see where they cut out certain parts like it's very bad uh compositing oh. in that shot which i had never noticed in now 30 years back and watch it. until today i'm like oh, oh did you see it yeah oh okay i'm like oh it's terrible yeah um but there's a lot of stuff like that that it goes by you don't even care about it but yeah. once you see it you can't unsee it yeah yeah right. it's terrible last crusade though um Oh, and the one other thing, though, that I liked in the Temple of Doom that was very, like, Spielberg and then the John Williams music yeah. was towards the end when they're still in the catacombs or whatever, and Indiana Jones is punching the big guy yeah. to the Indiana Jones theme, and then short rounds punching yeah. the other kid, and it's kind of the back and forth. Like, it just felt, I wrote it down, it's like, it's just an iconic very kind of Spielberg, Spielberg yeah. um sequence i think that's him i don't think that's borrowed from anybody else but yeah i think that's him um the last crusade when uh for the beginning when he's in what's his face's office and he's looking at the um uh at the the stone is like oh i it, it's cut here i i can't figure out where this map starts and ends. I need the top half of the tablet, whatever. And these, they're talking about the, right. you know, your father was the Jones and or, that we are the uh, guy we had to help us and whatever. When uh, Donovan, is that the guy's name? When his wife opens and says, you know, we need you out here. Yeah. You're yeah. neglecting your guests or whatever. Uh, in the background at the, at the party music, uh, 
someone's playing the Imperial March on the uh, uh, piano. Oh, really? From Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I read that too, but as many times as I've watched that movie, I've never caught that. I know. I'm and go back and listen. I I was trying to listen for it, and it's in such a different key and different like tone. Tempo. Yeah, mm-hmm. tempo. It's that would be a little too on the nose. I it's either it's either too subtle and I didn't catch it, or uh, the trivia is wrong. Yes, yeah. always possible. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. Because, um, and that guy is in uh, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Well, Empire, yeah, oh, the Donovan guy. Yeah. And then, because, and then it would like kind of foreshadow that he's actually the villain. It would be a little too on the nose if it was obvious. I know. So maybe it is like subtle, and you know, he's screwing with us. Yeah. Uh, remember in the first, so in Raiders, uh, the bad guy Tote. With the yeah the yes. half of raw hand, yeah. uh, in let me tell you what I am used to. Yes. In the uh, in the Last Crusade, he plays. You know, I mean, didn't have a line or anything, but he is actually next to Hitler and plays Himmler. He's standing. In, he's Himmler. He's in the third that movie. Actor is in the movie. Yeah. Oh. Does he have I I read that right before that scene came up, but I watched for him, and I it was like, oh, it, it didn't. I guess like I guess that's him. Yeah, I guess it is too. Huh. But yeah, interesting, interesting. Okay. I mean, I can see that happening, but he doesn't have any lines, or yeah. there's no there's no close up on him, or you know, yeah. whatever. So yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. What looking at him as the camera panned by, I'm like, yeah, that could be him. Yeah, that's all I can say about it. All right. Uh, Memorable scenes and quotes from both movies. Either movie. I mean, I think in Temple of Doom, kind of beyond some of the things that we've talked about, the rope bridge scene where they're like, it's a huge long bridge. They're in the middle He's wrapping his leg around the thing and he's getting ready to chop. You know, that is such an iconic kind of Harrison Ford sword up in the air over his head, ready to chop it is like a. I remember it in the trailer for sure. Like, oh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously the lowering down of the guy into the pit. Oh, Um, yeah. The heart pull too, but uh, that whole sequence. I mean, yeah. obviously, is a, it's a big deal. Yep. Um, the last dinner cru- scene, the dinner scene, of course. Is, I mean, scene. we talked about it already, but that was such yeah. a. I remember like talking about it at school with people after watching the movie. Yeah. Oh my god! Did you see? Yeah. The yeah. minecart chase. I remember oh, seeing like that. a lot of things after that movie came out. Like, yeah. Showing the, the miniatures. Like, yeah, the miniatures are like how they actually made it. Yeah, and specifically how they showed how they, the, like the miniature, they like, I guess it's kind of invented a lot of stuff to make that happen. Yeah. At the time. 
Yeah, that was good. And when they're like standing on the face of that, like on the edge of the cliff or whatever, like going looking at it now, like of no, course the, the effects are different, HD. but at the time, like that was such a big deal and how they're kind of like moving around as the water's like shooting out. It was good. Uh, the Last Crusade. Yes. Obviously the whole ending part of getting doing all the uh the breath of god the whatever all the uh the tasks he has yeah. to do or the yeah. challenges he has to get they, through yeah memorable lines uh, on that note jay yeah <laughs> is he spelling jehovah that's jay so that's a great comedic yeah line and also another part that always makes me laugh is that first time you, you you're introduced to sean connery and he he hits indy over the head with the face and he's like junior and even just got cracked over the head and he's concussed and he's barely conscious he hears his dad's voice and still snaps to attention says, yes sir yeah 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 <laughs> But I like how, I just like how um, senior, I'll call him senior. Yeah. Senior, like just, I'm going to say falls into good luck of like things happening. Like he sits down and like it opens up the stairwell, the spiral staircase down. And he's Mr. Magoo. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because it's kind of the opposite of Indy. He always does it the hard way. Right. Or has to do it the hard way. Him being in the back of the plane, like, you know, dad, you know, 10 o'clock or whatever. He's like, no, it's 4.30. Like, what happened to 10 o'clock? Yeah. Um, so, but him, like, shooting uh-huh. and then shoots up the tail of the plane. Um, mm-hmm. Like, just all of their little funny exchanges are good. The whole beginning part with river phoenix is good too that whole uh chase on the train and everything yeah uh, that, that's a good one and like like he, it tells the story so when you well. mentioned that river phoenix is doing a pretty good impression of harrison ford yeah yeah um and then when he runs in to tell his dad and his dad says wait you know count to 10 yeah and he starts counting he says no in greek right yeah and so he starts counting in Greek. That kind of harkens back to, or uh, was it Latin? Is, wasn't it in Latin? Yeah, is to be able to do the reference later on when he yeah. does the Jehovah yeah. with the steps. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great. I I did um, like you didn't know it the first time you watch it, right? But then the second, third time when they're in senior's apartment at the beginning of the movie you see the paintings of the different obstacles Mm -hmm. hanging up in his home or apartment or whatever the case may be yeah Yeah, there's a a whole we i talked about not doing the scripts and drafts and stuff there's a whole bunch of different things that could have been this movie or were in this movie but taken out or stuff with like donovan's apartment and uh, fights and whatever but uh mm-hmm. i think the way it came together this movie is really good yeah it's it's almost more 
it's almost like a more nostalgic movie. Uh, yeah. Like it, it, when you watch it, you're almost nostalgic for Raiders of the Lost Ark a, a bit, you know? Yeah. Because it was kind of 10 years, no, uh, nine years later, eight years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems, while there's a lot of action in it, there's a lot, it seems a bit more, has more of the history of the archaeology and kind of the the mystery yeah. part of it, the treasure hunt, so to speak, Yeah. than I think some of the others, Yeah. which was kind of cool. Yeah. And then again, it, there's a lot about the relationship between the father and the son, and it's the, you know, you understand indiana jones so much better yeah. as a result no of kidding. this movie than you do in either of the other two yeah because you get to see him when he was young and kind of that formative point and then how he is with that relationship with his dad and how much like that entire academic side of him yeah studying and knowledge and all of that comes from the this Whereas my dad just argues with me about his his navigation on his <laughs> fucking car. How do I get this to work? What do I? Um. Yeah, in quotes, only the penitent man, the penitent, penitent. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. I do like. I I, I referenced it um, earlier, but the. Um. Uh, how did you know she was? A, how did she, you know she was a spy? And, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, she talks in her sleep." And the looks like it takes a half a beat for Indy to kind of connect, and then the looks that they exchange one another mm-hmm. is very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, another time where I I laugh at it's not anything really that it's not something Indy says it's the way he reacts to something he's told is when he's yelling at Sala for bringing camels like I said no camels it's five camels can't you count and Sala (laughs) says compensation for my brother-in-law's car and Indy just sort of just sort of tilts his head and sort of rolls his eye a little bit he's just like damn it yeah. He's so frustrated. Yeah. It's such a great look yeah. at his face. Sala is like the sneaky, most valuable player in right. Raiders and in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Like he, if he doesn't do the things he does, none of this stuff happens. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, that reminds <laughs> That just made me think of another memorable line because my brother in law's car, when uh, they blow up the car and in, uh, seniors like, what are you doing? Get down. And he's like, dad were well out of range and yeah. then <laughs> shot fires in the background goes over his head yeah it goes over his head it's so good Can't or so, as he's back, as he's then... saying the line the tank stops yeah. yeah so you get that for a second it was split second where something you know something's wrong because the tank's not moving and then it fires the shot off and it's perfectly timed yeah yeah like that is like can't get any closer than that, and then it falls in front of them, and they drive right in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a Marx Brothers move right there. <laughs> I 
I, I like at the beginning when he's in the classroom and he's talking to his students about archaeology and he's like, uh, he starts talking about um, uh, 80% of archaeology happens in libraries. It's all about, you know, it's libraries and studying. Everything happens in libraries and X never no, marks the spot. Yeah. Cut to yeah. 15 minutes later in the movie. Yeah. Uh, X marks the spot and they're in a library. Right. And uh, like, that's just, yeah, maybe it's too easy and it's cheesy, but it's yeah, fantastic. It's good. It's good. It's, good. <laughs> no. it's a good, it's, it's a great movie. And when I see that it's on television, I will always put it on. Yeah. Always put it on. Yeah. Yep. Really any of the three, um, less likely with number two, but. Yeah. I don't. I'm generally not that interested in Temple of Doom. Yeah. It's fine, but yeah. whatever. Again, I'm still always a little, I always like, there's got to be something <laughs> else on. But I'll put it, depending on like, if it's the beginning or whatever, then I like, put it on. Yeah. Well, here's to hoping that uh, Dial of Destiny is better than Temple of Doom. Yeah. I'm hoping like Phoebe Waller Bridges yeah. is in it, so I'm hoping for something good there. I'm wary about the amount and quality of the CG. Mm-hmm. We'll see about that. The little bit of de aging I saw with Harrison Ford looked fantastic. Yeah. So hopefully that's good. But I don't want it to look like most of the kingdom of the crystal skull that it just looks like a video game almost like it's too too much cg backgrounds yeah. and you know yeah. whatever uh, i haven't like i said i haven't read anything about really about this the plot of that movie yeah but i've read a few things about what people are saying about it who have seen it because it's been screened here and there mm-hmm. and don't and I, Eric, I don't want to hear it. Oh. Okay, but I will. I will not say anything. Damn I'm gonna it. go. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna go in with the uh, hoping for the best. All right. Uh, all right. Well, that's Indiana Jones for now. Yeah. Maybe we'll come back and have to talk about the uh, entirety of the franchise and whatever comes out of this movie and and is there a future i would like what, to what if the whole movie was based on the crystal skull like like it's there everything harkens back to that and not any of the others the, the theater will burn down <laughs> um i even though they did it before and it wasn't super well received i wouldn't mind like a young indiana jones series um, oh yeah, that happened before, and I don't think it was done very well, and it was a lot of continuity issues. Um, it was just, oh, it's a t- like an hour, t- yeah, one hour weekly TV show that makes it so much harder. Yeah, and they they ended up at some point repackaging it into like a movie, like quote unquote movie uh, yeah. thing. Uh, it didn't work before. What was it? The Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a ver- uh, a good version of that. Yeah. Um, but if this is the last we hear of Indy, it's fine. Good. Yeah. Let's move on to let's do something new. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. 
this this was a movie where they made smart be cool. Whoa. You hear that? No. Whoa. <laughs> All right, that's indie. <laughs> on that note. On that note. <laughs> I think that's about as far as we can go with this. Hilarious. <laughs> I don't believe in magic, but a few times in my life, I've seen things, things I can't explain. I've got a bad feeling about this. Give him hell, Indiana Jones! It's not so much what you believe, it's how hard you believe it.